0: Ridiculous People Podcast. Yes, and I'm Alex Shannon. And I'm Liv Senghor. And
1: you can follow us on social media. Please do, at uh, a ridiculous pod. Mm-hmm. On, um, Twitter. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter, at Alex Shan A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N.
0: And I am Liv Senghor. I'm on Twitter as L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H, Liviosa. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. So we're back. Uh, after, from Wakanda yes right uh, barely um, I our am, hearts will always be our hearts will always in be Wakanda. in Wakanda um, getting ready to renounce my US citizenship actually you guys <laughs> uh, you, you heard it here first I'm gonna move to Wakanda um, embarrassingly enough I am actually still wearing that shirt but I promise it has actually been washed in the meantime has it? it has okay I did laundry okay I promise <laughs>
1: It's fine. Um, so yeah, we're loving Black Panther still. We're gonna go see it again probably this week. Yeah, listen, we're gonna talk about it. We we decided to not talk about it in a spoiler, spoilery way this week yet. Right, exactly. We may do that next week. We'll give you fair warning. We hate a, we hate a bad spoiler. We do, we do. So so we'll, we'll we just want to give, wanna give you guys enough chance to
0: exactly see it. Yeah. yeah, and cool.
1: then we will dive in deep. But in the meantime, Alex. Yeah seen anything interesting um yeah i have you know what came out on netflix Mm. tambourine oh my god we saw it with the chris Rock taping that we saw yes and it's fucking incredible oh man i still haven't i haven't watched it taped no me neither but it feels like we saw it like a second ago it really does it was um maybe
0: what two months ago now I guess so, yeah. It was in yeah. December and it was hella cold. Um, it was freezing. We were <laughs> online outside that. at BAM. It was we like a spur even of be, the you moment didn't even thing. even need to be online, which is the right? most annoying part. I know. <laughs> we spent in the cold I know. For no reason at all. God, uh We knew uh, I, uh, someone who I know we had a was connection, opening. you guys. Exactly. <laughs> so we got some dope ass VIP seats. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and we were really close. It was, they, they had, uh, the openers were Janelle James and Jeff Ross, which was weird. Yeah, the Jeff
1: Ross section of the evening confused me. Yeah. Um. He, listen, like, I'm sure that he's great and everything. Right. But I don't, I, I was immediately terrified. And he was like, I'm going to roast the audience. I hate that. Yeah, that, like, yeah. freaks me out. I didn't like it. They He got volunteers. But, like, I audience participation shows, mm. I hate. Like, right. it just it – because just, I'm, like, wh- you don't know who these people are. They're right. probably going to be the most annoying people in the room because they want to be true. on stage. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know – I don't know. He dealt with it really well, like, obviously. Like, there were... I mean, there wasn't any, like, incident or whatever. Right. But, like, yeah. it can just go south so fast when Especially, you have an asshole up there.
0: Yeah. Especially with Jeff Ross, of all people. He he definitely toned down his usual acts. It's true, yeah. But it just could have, like you said... It could have been weird. Depending on who the volunteers were, it could have been
1: yeah. bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in general, like, it was so amazing to see Chris Rock do his thing. It really was. Like, I, I mean... I used to watch stand up with my mm-hmm. parents and watch his like old stuff all mm-hmm. the time, and it was. I mean, we I missed him in the past couple of years. Like I feel right, like he hasn't right. really been. Do, he hasn't been up to much, and he kind of ta- He addresses it. He does. He's like yeah. I've been raising kids. <laughs> it's it's fucking totally hard to fair, do that. right? I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's true, right?
0: I think it's. It was great. I feel like he was one of the few. He is one of the few older comedians mm-hmm. who, um, and I use older lightly here, but right. like. Who's guy who's been around a while, um, to actually evolve, you know, with his comedy. Yeah,
1: I agree with you.
0: I think he's definitely acknowledging that the world is changing and uses it really, really well. Yeah,
1: I feel like a lot of the old guard is really holding on to, like, old tropes and, like, not hearing... I mean, what we're essentially talking around is the fact that, like, Jerry Seinfeld right. says that, like, millennials aren't funny because they're PC right, or exactly. whatever. And, like, a lot of, like, some, yeah, just some of the old guard of comedians right. kind of talking about how, like, well, why can't I make a rape joke anymore? What's your problem? Yeah, Millennials, millennials right. suck. They They suck the fun out of everything. And it's like, if you're not clever enough to make a joke that doesn't involve, like, degrading a woman or mm-hmm. a disabled person mm-hmm. then i don't i really don't have an interest in hearing your comedy no it's because just it not must funny. not be that clever right exactly you know you're relying on some really old shit mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. been done and everybody's over it right we're yeah. over it you know we're just not gonna we just don't think it's funny anymore because it's we're finally admitting to ourselves and everyone else that like it's not chill <laughs> Right. What exactly. And right. if you just keep talking about it like it's a joke, it keeps fucking happening. Yeah. And it just goes to show that like Louis C.K. was a big, a big yep. one. Mm-hmm. He was a huge voice in that fight of he like was. fuck millennials or two PC. And it's like, well, look that like look what fucking happened. Yeah. Like look what yeah. we all found out about him. It's true. And a fucking course. Right. You know? Right. And so um I'm I was really glad to see Chris Rock do an incredible, amazing mm-hmm. self-aware set. Very self-aware. That Very didn't, self-aware. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't, you know, just part of that whole old guard holding on to the past. Right, right.
0: Definitely. Um, it was awesome. It was It was really funny. It was really personal, um, yeah. which was fun. Um, and yeah, he's still he's still got it. He's still, like, the same, but he's, you know, growing and yeah. watching. Yeah,
1: he's still fucking funny as hell. hmm mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Um, we were both surprised that they named it Tambourine. It's a very specific. I, yeah, uh, you guys should watch it. It's hard to. It's obviously. very self-aware of him. Exactly, it really is. I'm like,
1: you know what? That like, I don't know. It made me really proud of Chris Ross. Yeah, yeah. To see that he named the special that right. You yeah, you get it when you watch it. Mm-hmm.
0: We kept seeing Bo Burnham there, yeah, uh, the comedian, and he was pacing back and forth like the whole time. And like before the show, he looked so nervous, and he's so tall. And we we're like, what's going? Stands on? Stands out. He was wearing like a bright blue sweater, he, right? Right. Yeah. And then we—he didn't open, and we were like, oh no, like what? <laughs> like why isn't he? Well,
1: yeah. What's going on? Like, why is he here, but also not why doing is he comedy? So nervous, too, hmm, right?
0: Yeah. Um. And it turned out he was directing it. Yeah, he directed it. I Which found out crazy. on
1: Instagram. <laughs> it's insane. That's the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bo Burnham directs a Chris Rock special, and I find out on Instagram. I know. Yeah. It's, whatever. Fine. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, so we have, yeah, we, I, neither of us have watched the,
1: the actual, taped, yeah, the actual taped version. But I mean, the energy in the room was incredible mm-hmm. when we were, while well, it was being taped. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's not a good special yes, to watch. definitely. The, the material was amazing and he had been working on it, uh, for an entire tour. Right, so, right. So, yeah. Yeah. Super good. Super amazing. Highly recommend.
0: Alex, you saw another
1: comedy show. I did. Just last night for... Uh, my good friend's birthday. Happy birthday, Joan! It's her Yay. birthday right now. Hey, Joan! Shout out um, to Joan. Shouts out. Uh, we took her to see John Mulaney at Radio City Music Hall. Um, two of our other friends as well, and it was so funny. It's called Kid Gorgeous. At least mm-hmm. the tour was. Uh, I don't know what the special is going to be, but they taped it not the night that we were there. Mm-hmm. It was it was the last performance ever, oh, um, and wow. then they taped it uh, the week like over the weekend. Mm-hmm. We saw it on a Monday night. Um, it was super great. I mean, it was a super tight set, obviously, <laughs> right. right. It was a super long set, oh, really? Yeah. He had, I mean, quote unquote, two openers, but mm-hmm. it was really just kind of one. Like he had one comedian, mm-hmm. one guy come out and do a a great set that was very short. And then um a musician who I am not going to remember the name of, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. but <laughs> um, he like he scored Ladybird. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's his oh, most cool. recent, you know, claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But also he's like a really zany kind of character. And he kind of came out and was like, hey, guys, this is so weird. And like, you're going to hate this because mm-hmm. I'm a musician. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was just kind of like, did you know that inside of Radio City Music Hall is an organ? And oh, wow! like, it's built into the walls, friends. And then starts, like, playing around with it. And no way. he goes, like, way. hear that? That's over there. And, like, points, like, behind himself. Oh, that's and it, It's crazy. And, like, so the organ part that he, like, actually plays. Right. Is actually in this, like, alcove section mm-hmm. off the side of the stage. And it kind of, like, you can see that it, like, tucks away back into the wall. When, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's it, like, crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. And I've seen one million things at Radio City Music mm-hmm. Hall Live and I graduated inside of Radio City Music Hall and graduated yeah. from NYU's uh, Art Fucking School. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I like I learned something, which was crazy because I've seen the Rockettes show there, the Christmas special and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I've seen that right, like a right. billion and a half times growing up as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of always the thing that I ended up going to. Right, like, right. We got signed up to a lot of school trips, etc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, the I mean, the set in general was really amazing. John Mulaney played too uh some jokes that I mean, specifically to me, I found very funny growing mm. up Catholic. Oh uh-huh. <laughs> there was some definite like super Catholic jokes and moments in it, which nice. was really funny. uh uh-huh. Um and yeah, he's like he's very zany, and I I kept thinking that like he really fit the vibe of Radio City. Mm-hmm. Um, like they ha- he had this like kind of st- sunburst set thing and like just kind of had like this like the drapes of Uh, the of the radio city just kind of there and mm -hmm. it was all kind you know it's all like super ornate and old school and he was in like his little tux and Mm -hmm. he you know he has his John Mulaney voice on and he Uh runs around (laughs) and it was like I don't know it just all like really worked nice, um, which was cool because and sometimes it's like it's hard when a comedian gets to be a certain caliber and right. they play these giant, 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 giant menus. And it's right. like how do you do that when stand up is it's true. kind of depends on an a, a little bit more of an intimate setting or right, like, right. a lot of comedians just kinda come out in like t shirt jeans and they like yeah, yeah. have a stool and walk around and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But um yeah, he I mean he really did it. He really it never felt like the stage was empty, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, I mean, that's a, that's a feat because that's a fucking giant stage. Right. Um, yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun and whenever that comes out, I Mm -hmm. highly recommend you guys watch it. Definitely. It was super fun. He came back out and did an encore for uh, the best meal I ever ate, which Uh is the Salt and Pepper Diner. Um, what's new pussycat? joke that he always does oh uh-huh um you're looking at me like i have no idea what that is <laughs> just, her eyes just narrowed and then stopped and she just went it
0: was like salt and pepper dinosaur diner, diner and then yeah. something about a pussycat and, and like, what's oh. new
1: what's what's new pussycat the song by tom jones oh what's new pussycat whoa, whoa, whoa. anyway him and his friend <laughs> Paid for it to uh-huh. play, like, a billion and a half times in a diner. And it's, it's a funny joke oh. that I just ruined, so... <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, but he came out and he did that. It's like a very famous whatever. And uh-huh. he brought out the musician guy oh, with him. Uh-huh. And he was like, we didn't rehearse this. Let's do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, it's our last night in Radio City. And he like played. He, so he played on this giant organ that's literally oh, piped cool. through the walls of Radio City. Right. Parts of What's New Pussycat during the joke. Oh, that's And dope. like it kept being like kind of awkward because uh-huh. it was just like the timing was really weird. Because right. organs take a second from when right. you hit the key. Right, right. <laughs> um, Especially one that's like wide through the building yeah like. like the pipes of the organs are in the walls yeah. um, and they're like you know nearly a mile away from him at the back right, right. <laughs> it's like crazy but um, yeah it was really it was really fun that's and awesome he, he that dealt with dope. it well you know right, obviously right. like he was just like it was just it just got funnier and funnier the more that the guy tried to embellish and the more that right, John Murray was right. like this is so weird right right <laughs> I shouldn't have done it <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah and god Radio City loves her branding Oh, does we, she? My God, we we got drinks, mm-hmm. um, which were obviously insanely and spent expensive, but. Yep. Um, I had a stir that said Radio City oh. Music Hall. Oh, my God. And then I God. had a cup that said Radio City Music Hall. Okay. And then uh, napkins that each said Radio City Music Hall. And it was okay. the exact same yeah. branding on Ooh. every single piece. And it was, like, the giant, like, font gold right, lettering, right. like. On a stir? That's oh, so on much. a stir. <laughs> it wasn't even a straw. Right. Like, it was a stir. Woo. It was a lot. They had, like. Plastic champagne flutes for, like, wine and Prosecco uh-huh. and stuff. Uh-huh. Cheeky branding. Oh, my all God. All over it. Well. All over it. We
0: all do know what Radio City Music you know Hall is, so... She loves for branding. Yeah. I,
1: I think that also... Perhaps like that is a huge thing for tourists. They probably sure love it. that's they true. They probably take it home, like keep that yeah little plastic
0: champagne flute. It's like
1: this is from like New City. City Musical. Yeah, yeah. Right. I saw the Rockets and right. Mommy was Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic, classic. Um, yeah, it was great. It was really fun. That's dope. Yeah, I highly recommend when that comes out.
0: Everyone watch it.
1: Kid Gorgeous, John Mulaney, something like that. Great. What else did you watch live? Something probably not as um <laughs> lighthearted so I while think. alex
0: was out with her friends <laughs> i was here at my at our apartment <laughs> watching black mirror and freaking myself out um oh man i did i watched alien first with our other roommate so that really the put movie me, Alien? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so that really put me in like a good place. <laughs> mentally. to freak yourself and then, out. Yep. Fabulous. And then she went to bed. And so I was it like. was just a night of
1: self-care. <laughs> yes, it, it was is. just a night of self-care for Liv and Alex in separate ways. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait, just can I tell a quick anecdote Go for as well? It. Right after because we Hell were yeah. I mean we were like buzzed because again, the drinks were way too expensive. Right. So we were like buzzed as we came out. We really had to pee The lines were insane Mm -hmm. at Radio City, obviously. And so we tried... We, like, went in search of a bar Mm -hmm. in the area to, A, go to the bathroom in. And then maybe get, like, one last drink. Like, who knows? Right. It was only 9.30. Uh Um, And... We walked into like we had to end up going into a hotel because a bunch of places oh, were closed in the area for President's oh, Day. Right, that's true. Right. Bars were closed for President's mm. Day. That's the mm-hmm. weirdest thing I've ever heard in my right, life. Yeah. And then one was like closed for a private event. It was like a two-floor bar that was closed for an entire private event. Oh wow. So oh, my we God. walked into a hotel and uh-huh. these hotels, I mean, I swear to God, the they ones up in Midtown, they're insane. Such a lockdown on mm-hmm. their bathroom situations. Right, right. So me and uh, Yonina, who we've mentioned before on this podcast, Hi, like Yonina. waltz through the center of this place. We fu- we get somebody at the hotel bar to uh-huh. like understand our plight. Uh-huh. He gives us a fake receipt to then go use the bathroom. We oh walk through God. the center of this fucking hotel lobby that goes on for miles and miles, and finally get to use a bathroom. And as we're walking back, I'm noticing that we're getting a lot of looks. Uh huh. And I was like. Why? Mm -hmm. And then I just looked at her, and I looked at me, and I was like, well, we look like prostitutes. Oh, no. (laughs) We look like two sex workers walking (laughs) through the center of this hotel. Because I have, like, a dress on, but also combat boots. Right. And, like, she has over-the-knee... boots on right. but also but like yeah but she always <laughs> wears those and put like leggings right. and stuff and right. we have like way too much makeup on because mm. like we were like we're going out and taking pictures meow, right. meow, meow, you know whatever mm-hmm. and we just don't match anybody in this hotel fair like, fair we got our like williamsburg lower east side like looks on mm-hmm. and everybody here is from the midwest in this yeah, midtown fucking hotel rich ass midwest yeah people too, it looked right. really bad mm-hmm. it was <laughs> It was just hilarious, especially, like, coming from John, like, a John Mulaney show, which Fair, is, like, so right. fucking PG. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was just really funny. Oh, no. <laughs> mm, the exploits you get into in it's different neighborhoods in
0: this stupid city. That is what happens It's, like, here, a different y'all. world. It's, it really is. Yeah. It's different. It's different little nations just everywhere that are so
1: different. They really are. Everybody up there wears beige. I'm I'm sure of it. Ugh, yeah. Once you once you go past like fiftieth street, yeah. everybody's in like a beige or a neutral. hmm Always. Yeah. yeah. And like all of our lower east side school going when like especially mm-hmm. when we were at NYU, like asses were like Yeah. And our distressed fucking bullshit. Even I okay, when I
0: was on NYU campus a, a couple weeks ago for my course, mm-hmm. it was Honestly, a little overwhelming. Sometimes, like some of the things I would at, like, see these kids. <laughs> the,
1: like a hipster ass. Yeah, or like, like those vibes.
0: Like they have like blonde hair and then like rainbow hair underneath of it you yeah. know and then they're wearing doing like the most. a whole like a fishnet bodysuit but like clothes over it and yeah I'm like, what are you doing you know <laughs> like you look insane is that what i look like I to people you know like
1: now at least we're like one removed from that which is like we the have to brooklyn, go to work the brooklyn so we, hipster yeah. asshole that like That's goes true. to work in flat iron right <laughs> area mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah so it's like one removed from that but still out of place in certain parts of manhattan oh right no, still sure. sure. yeah 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 the nyu campus whenever i walk through it i'm always like oh everybody thinks i'm a student
0: i oh, bet everybody yeah. thinks i'm mm-hmm. a student mm-hmm. still
1: no oh, that also makes me feel old <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. oh memories memories
0: Anyway, anyway, Black Mirror, you freaked yourself out? Yeah. I watched Black Mirror. Um, I finally finished season four. I watched Metalhead and um Black Museum finally. Um, which I have now finished the whole series. I've come up with a working timeline also. Okay. For the whole thing. I think some people think that it all takes place in, like, one universe, and some people think that it's, like, separate. The season? I feel or like a Black Mirror in general? Black Mirror in general. No!
1: See, I no, think... Oh that hurts my brain.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely... It's interesting, though. I think... I personally think shared universes get a bad rap because it's very hard to do correctly. But I think in the best case scenario, um... It, Shared universes can really offer a lot um, and can be really interesting mm-hmm. and don't necessarily, you know, confine you to. Yeah, I just one don't think thing. a lot of times
1: it's it's written with that in mind. No, definitely you know? not. And I think that's it's what just I'm like saying- a Reddit thing. That's like, true. How do we shove this all in the same That's place? That's true. Yeah. But
0: I would argue the Conjuring universe is doing it really well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when
1: it's written with it in mind.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, the Cloververse is, I think, a big thing is on Is that Reddit. what they call it? The Cloververse, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> all the Cloverfield movies? hmm That's fine. But I obviously disagree with that. The Cloververse. I think it could be better. But, yeah, the Cloverfield <laughs> Paradox is not good. So disappointing. I know. Um, An alien is kind of-ish trying to do it. Um, but... I um I think if it if, if anything you know points to the fact that it may be in a shared universe even if it's not necessarily like first this happened and then this, then this happened and it's more like this is the kind of world in which all of these different things can happen mm-hmm. I think that makes it really strong personally um, and Black Museum did a really interesting job um, the setup doesn't really give much away but it's basically I think, a macro look at the whole series. Um, oh, interesting. So Letitia Wright, Shuri, my sister, Yeah, um, she uh, basically drives up to this weird, like, it's called the Black Museum. It's a, like, technology crime museum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, there's a bunch of Easter eggs where, like, in the in the beginning of the museum, you see, like, the serial killer from White Bear and, like a couple of other little set pieces from like other episodes of the show. Oh, weird. But then like the main set pieces and the, the things that we hear about. Um, so it's this guy named Rolo Haynes as the guy who owns it. And mm-hmm. he basically walks her around while she's charging her car and shows her all the different exhibits. And she, he tells basically three mini black mirror stories um, and sort of centers them around one piece of technology. And Each piece of technology raises the question of whether or not a digital copy of yourself is a person Mm -hmm. and questions personhood in the digital age. Interesting. Um, And the idea, I think, honestly, of the whole show, but especially of this episode and a lot of this past season, is what, um, you know, if if all of your data is out there and can be collected and somehow synthesized into a, like, sentient artificial intelligence Mm – is that a person and does that deserve rights? And then it brings up the question of like, what if you could feel the feelings of others without any physical repercussions? And then there's one where it's, what if you have all of the um, consciousness, but no agency mm. um, without giving too much of these stories away? And then the third one I think is a really interesting look at both the way the justice system and the idea of a digital prison. Interesting. Um it's hard, yeah, it's hard to do a non spoilery one, but I think it's really interesting. It's notable there there's obviously a twist at the end where Letitia Wright is not who she said she was,, uh-huh. um, which therein carries a really interesting message about race, uh-huh. um, and it was just really, really interesting. The stories were very Twilight Zony, mm. which was great, which I think was why it was this one was one of my favorite episodes, um. Just for, like, it was, like, an anthology series within an anthology series. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So it's fun to hear, like, a series of short stories in an episode. Um, and then I think the main point of it is a good question. And as we, mm-hmm. you know, sort of create these digital avatars of ourselves mm-hmm. in, like, social media and eventually maybe, you know, in other mediums, it brings up a question. Like, what is that?
1: Yeah. Is that a human? What does that
0: mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about what it means to be alive all day. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm doing real good. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I recommend you should yeah. watch after you you fully immerse yourself in more you know thoughts about what it it means to be alive. And- yeah. Uh, be a person. Yeah. Um. I think you should watch the new uh Queer Eye for the Straight Guy on Netflix because I've been really loving it. This that week. is not where I thought that was going. But hi, Queer Eye me, is great. Alex. I had a really up tempo week mm-hmm. in my viewing. I mean, mind you, I like rewatched Crimson Peak for no good reason. Sure. Also, but like, um we have our darkness in, in we, different oh, ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just like mine to have a candelabra. Yeah. Anyway. I like um- <laughs> mine to have a computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sometimes overlap. Um We do. But yeah, the new queer eye is a really great pick me up. I I didn't have a ton of time to watch stuff this week besides, mm-hmm. you know, Black Panther and mm-hmm. I mean I feel like I went on a lot of like outings this week it's to go true. see stuff, which was really fun but also kind of exhausting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so like um just while I was able to catch you know bits here and there i I ended up watching the new queer eye and i loved it i was Mm -hmm. really afraid of it at first i was going to stay away from it because i was a big fan of the original right i used to watch it um with my mom shout out um yeah i used to really like it i mean i i I generally kind of like those like design shows Mm -hmm. it was kind of a design show and a makeover show in one and it was never i don't know It wasn't ever, like, as mean as a lot of those (laughs) shows can get. Right. Um, So, yeah, I really liked it. And, like, the way that they preface it and the way that everyone's talking about it is, like, um, the last, like, the original uh, Queer Eye was they were fighting for tolerance and now they're fighting for acceptance. Right, right. Um, That's interesting. It's, like, okay— yeah, now you all know that gay people exist, right? Right. <laughs> but it's time for us to be friends, right? right. And um, they were—I thought that they were really brave. They set all of it in Georgia. Yeah, I saw they were that. just that like, we're cool. doing it right. in Georgia. We're going out to the suburbs. We're gonna make over some guys that, you know, you might not expect a makeover show to go find. Like right, it's not, right. you know, it's not all like super progressive people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they. They make over a cop, um, right, a right. white cop, and one of the guys is black, and he's like yeah. – and they play, like, a prank in the beginning where they pull them over while they're – because there's there's always a bit in the beginning where they're in the car, mm-hmm. and they're talking about, like, who they're about to go make over. Mm-hmm. And um, the buddy that nominated him is also uh-huh. a cop, and he pulled them over. And um, Karamo and Tan – who right. and Tan is uh, Pakistani, I believe – and Karamo is black they were both like this is not okay right that was not yeah. chill yeah. you know and um but then they talk about it throughout the episode that's good and like they have a really really amazing conversation with him about it and oh, like interesting and it's like this really beautiful moment and um yeah I don't know it was like <laughs> it was like one of the more sophisticated conversations around politics right, in right. America amongst like regular schmegular people, not, like, pundits and bullshit. Right, right. That I've seen, and it was, like, kind of surprising that it happened on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. For sure, but, yeah. <laughs> um, That's cool. Yeah, like, I just, and I felt, like, a lot, I mean, like, the thrust of the show always has been, like, this idea that, like, masculinity does not need to be as fragile as we make it. Definitely, yeah. And really the thing that everybody is combating always is just, like, self-esteem.
0: Right, like, right. Like,
1: everybody's just out here, and they just want to be loved, and, like, Everybody just wants to feel good in their own skin because then they'll, you know, want to treat people better in this world, too. Right. You know, it's like when they feel right. good about themselves, they'll be nicer to That's others. True. Like, it's, like, That's literally true. as basic as that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, sometimes, like, knowing what pant size you actually are, like, really does help. Like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Right. You know? Um, and, like, they, yeah, they make over their house. They make over their wardrobe. They make over their, like, lifestyle. They help them out. Like, right. It's kind of – it's like a whole – thing and um it's it's really really fun packaging for, yeah i think yeah. a really actually like a very nice cool thing that they do for these people definitely you yeah. know yeah um they genuinely seem to become friends with some of them mm-hmm. by the end of it like mm-hmm. the first guy the first episode he's like crying as they leave yeah that was sweet you know and mm-hmm. he's just like this big tough trucker guy who's mm-hmm. got like cigarette voice yeah. <laughs> he's just like uh-huh. i love these guys <laughs> you know and it's i don't know it's heartwarming. Um, yeah, really good. Highly recommend. Good shit. Um, everyone watch that too. You watched an episode with me. What did you think? I did. I did watch it. I thought it was really sweet.
0: Yeah. It was it's very it's an uplifting show. Mhm. Definitely. All right, Alex, did you find anything weird or interesting on the internet?
1: Yes. Tell um, us about it. it's kind of Nerdy ish. I don't know. It's like Alex's business corner. Mm-hmm. Um, remember how I explained agency packaging to you last time? Ooh. Um, <laughs> now so I'm to to about something else. There will be a test. There will be a test. Um, also, wait. Uh, just a quick thing about agency packaging. When I listen when I listened back to that podcast, oh. Oh, yes. I oh I, I realized that I didn't mention this other thing that is kind of important. Part of the reason why they like a lot of um actors like will go along with agency packaging is that they don't have to give a portion of their um, paycheck to their agents when oh, they are packaged because the agents get paid through the back end of those deals I basically see. getting oh, they get they get part of the profit from the studio that makes so sense that's, so that's also part of it um i realized that i didn't include that in my explanation last but week Adds an um, interesting layer and adds a layer um so Today I saw that California's IMDb age censorship law was mm-hmm. declared unconstitutional. Oh, okay. Um, this is like, this was, a, is like a huge buzz thing uh, in the acting community. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, a lot of actresses over the age of 40 didn't want their age on IMDb. Mm. Um, they didn't want to be ID'd as sure, like right. having their like careers dead in the water, essentially. Definitely. Because yeah. there have been you know it's been notoriously hard for women over a certain age right. to get decent parts in that fucking town. Right. Um, right. In New York it's not as big of a thing. Sure, sure. Because you know theater is king here and Definitely. you know I don't yeah. know but um but out in LA it's it's really tough mm-hmm. and um they had okay, so it was a law that went into effect in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, after it was signed by California Governor Jerry Brown, and it was basically saying that, like, if the subscriber of IMDb requested that you re- that IMDb remove their age, that they remove their age from their IMDb page. Um, so that could be, but that could be anyone. That could be mm-hmm. Helen Mirren could mm-hmm. say IMDb take my age off of right, my right. IMDb page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they would have to do it according mm-hmm. to this law that had been passed. Nice, right. So, um, but then uh, the U.S. District Judge Vince uh, Chahabria, I believe is maybe how you say it. There's mm-hmm. um, there's two H's. Okay. So I'm a little confused. But Chahabria, I'm going to say. Sure. Apologies. Um, they, uh, he issued a preliminary injunction and then ruled it unconstitutional Mm. so basically imdb who's a subsidiary of amazon i recently found out yeah Uh there are four companies in this world i know Um, literally everything it's amazon and it's apple (laughs) Mm -hmm. and disney yeah i think those are like that covers like all of it literally um yeah but what was really interesting i was like at first i was like what the fuck because like sag aftra Mm -hmm. backed the people that were trying to get their ages taken off of right. you know—the thing they were like, "Yeah, it's totally. a problem." Yeah. Um. But then I read part of the ruling, and mm-hmm. I was actually surprised to side with the judge. Oh, weirdly really? Enough? Yeah. Um. I'm gonna read this in in its entirety because I think it's interesting, and I think it is directly related to what we talk about a lot on this podcast, Do which I? is being a woman in the industry, right? Um. Judge Chahabria writes, This is not so much because the entertainment industry has a problem with older people per se. Rather, it's a manifestation of the industry's insistence on objectifying women, overvaluing their looks while devaluing everything else. The defendants barely acknowledge this, much less explain how a law preventing one company from posting age-related information on one website could discourage the entertainment industry from continuing to objectify and devalue women. Hmm. And like yeah, like I I agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. like I I agree with what he's saying is that like there's an a bigger underlying problem rather than like IMDb having their birthday. Right. You know, like right. it, it's with with the amount of information that's out there and the fact that like, you know, IMDb users can contribute information to like more you know famous people's imdb pages right. or like you know famous movies imdb pages and stuff and like that would be then infringing upon their speech if right. they were to take all of that away right right um and i just think like if somebody really wants to know how old these actors are they can find it on wikipedia there's plenty of places to go I yeah, mean, yeah yeah like and Definitely. there's just there's a lot of places to go and like it's And it would just be applicable in California. Right. But I guess that would apply to IMDb in general because it's probably a California-based company. Probably. Um, or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it brought up a lot of really interesting things that, like, right. I feel like a lot of people, especially, you know, kind of that thing of, like, the old guard, like we were talking about, with right. like John Mulaney. and. Mm. John Mulaney, <laughs> John Mulaney. We <laughs> were just we guy. were talking about with Chris Rock, right, um, right. and how like we're so happy to see part of the old guard like looking to the future, right? And um, yeah, I think that people need to stop pointing fingers at like, you know, these like kind of ulterior things, like right. these things that are, they, yeah, like they're they're in indicators that there's a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But yes, they're not 100%. the problem. Right. You know, it's not right.
1: IMDB's fault that directors aren't hiring right. like older right. women. You know? That's true. Um and I think I, I don't know, I just think I think it's important. And I think that, you know, we we do like to minimize the uh importance of awards shows. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people like to get like real cynical and be like, it's a bunch of rich people giving each other statues. Fuck mm-hmm. this, you know, whatever. And I hear a lot of people do that when I, you know, say that I follow it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's really important to note that Reese Witherspoon and her company, mm-hmm. which is about women and it's about furthering the stories of women, mm-hmm. um, sold six TV shows after they won all of those awards at right, th- right. the Golden Globes for Big Little Lies. Right, And right. they couldn't get one off the ground before that. Right. So I think that's really – it. like, it is important, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, these structures that be – exist you know mm-hmm. and um but I do think that like luckily I think the people that are getting that are being involved in in those really big I mean the biggest award show hi Jordan Peele nominated yeah. first fucking right. movie out the gate you know right. like that's going to open up doors for him just being nominated yeah. and and that's gonna open up doors for Greta Gerwig just mm-hmm. being nominated. And hopefully those people are gonna be the kinds of people that continue to make more movies. Right, right. And bring and they bring up. people in mm-hmm. and they they bring their own view and their own culture to the industry. Right. And that changes the culture of the industry Definitely. rather than forcing IMDB to take down people's ages. Right. You know. Right.
0: That's very true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just it I thought I thought that, that was really interesting because at mm-hmm. first I didn't. I really didn't know what to think about it at first, right? Right. You know, because I was like, yeah, you know what, that does suck. If I don't want my age out there, I shouldn't have to. You know, because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's such a thing for actresses, right? Um, right. But it shouldn't be. No, I mean it really shouldn't be. No. You know? uh-huh.
0: And it brings up, I think, also a larger question of what is the role that IMDb plays in this? You yeah. Know what I mean and.
1: It's not. I feel. I feel like you know. It is. It is a big tool. It is a big right. resource for people. Yeah. But it's not the tool. The cause, right. It's not. It's not the cause, and it's also not the only tool. Right. It's yeah. not the only way you can find information. It's true. You know, it would be different if it was. You know, back in the day, and IMDb was a magazine or something. Right. Right. And it was publishing everybody's age all the time yeah. or something like. It's. It's different now. It is. The yeah. information is. Uh, is readily available.
0: Exactly. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. So I. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about it?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's. I mean, that's a very interesting. It's a very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in in certain circles as well, there's a big question of whether or not um, this is about Wikipedia, but whether or not Wikipedia should um, pub say publish your race if you don't explicitly give them permission to mm-hmm. um, on people's pages, because a lot of people will use ancestry data which also then may or may not be true or completely accurate right. um to distinguish what ca- ethnic descent people are on and there was a movement as- among activists to remove that
1: uh-huh
0: and the thing was i mean i don't i don't think there was any legal action taken mm-hmm. but it's really interesting that they they took legal action in this situation in this case yeah they did um yeah i mean it's definitely not i think it's a question of causality i yeah. think i think You know, I'm thinking a lot about technology with Black Mirror and Black Panther recently. And like, um, I think, you know, it's easy enough for technology to be scapegoat right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, to point the finger at the technology. But it's like the technology is the tool for the thing. Well, and who created the technology? Like we did, you know, and
0: we decide and we distinguish how we use it. Right. And that doesn't really have anything to do with the thing. You Mm -hmm. know, it doesn't
1: really have anything to do with IMDb. Yeah, like racists will use technology to continue to be racist. Right. And sexists will use technology to continue to be sexist. And, you know, know, that's unfortunate. But also like then activists will use technology to, you know, try to raise awareness around like what they're going through and their causes and to promote you know empathy and right and togetherness so y- it's the tool exactly it's right? the means not the way you right, know like yeah. it's you know it's just kind of like the way we are connecting now and it's it's not i don't know i think yeah. trying to like slap on all these regulations it's not gonna mm-hmm. help no definitely not i, I mean, think and and it's a know, losing it's a losing battle too it is like look at twitter yeah, oh it's a fucking wild west out there. It the, it's literally the wild west. What is <laughs> but, crazy? And like, the more regulations we try, like we ask right. for and we try or whatever, then like uh, those racists get like some like really mm. lovely people get their fucking accounts turned off. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And you're like, wait, right. no, that's not like, what I meant. This is wrong, right? I meant that you were supposed to punish my bad guys, right? Exactly. Not theirs. And it's like, well, yeah. that's the idea, isn't it? Is it? like, right. I mean, it's kind of the fucking wild west. It is, and and I think. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's like ageism will still exist if you it, don't put
1: the yeah. ages up there. Sorry, but they will, you know, if they even like smell crow's feet from like, oh, I know, <laughs> From right? a distance, they're going to be like, no, thanks, honey. Exactly. It's not yeah. going to, you know, it, it
0: won't do the way, anything. Yeah, the way you look
1: is is a huge part of the acting it industry. It is, right. It's a huge problem. It's right. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. but there, there are, there are, you know, ways around it. And yeah. like, indie movies are like, a way in for right, a lot of these definitely. actors now. And I mean, almost every single movie that's nominated for Best Picture mm-hmm. was made for a lot less than it should have been. Exactly, Some of those yeah. budgets are not indie budgets, like no, Chris are, no. Nolan, <laughs> looking at you. Uh-huh. But it's a lot less than, than that movie been, yeah. could have been made for right. and other movies were made for and 100%. they were shitty. You know? yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that like, yeah, we just, we, It's part of the whole movement. Right. And we need to, we just have to dig deeper and it's going to be harder to deal with the underlying cause rather than just, Mm -hmm. you know, this other shit. Right. But I think that at least people our age, like we just, we know it. Like we have our shovels already and like, we're like, we're doing it. We're going to fucking rip this shit up, man. We don't have
0: much to lose.
1: We don't. We don't. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I mean, this is, they've, they've known this way. Right. Their whole lives. Yeah. Yeah but you know and it brings up an interesting question of privacy too like mm. what is
0: privacy for we don't yeah we don't see now. we
1: don't see privacy the same way in general i don't no, we think don't. like for mm. as people as people that's true as people in general not even just for people are, like, actors like it's amazing to think yeah. about how many times like my parents told me to like never put my location online yep. and yep. now it's like what what is my brunch if it's not a geotech? Exactly. <laughs> you <know>? Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. And plus like I keep telling my parents, I'm like, you know they can
0: find me if my phone is They can is find off. you anyway. You know? Yeah. Which is what my internet junk drawer <laughs> goes into. Okay.
1: But like it, you know, we
0: it's it's different now. Yeah, and we for just, celebrity we especially just know. it's like we're
1: like, the Russians are listening to us. <laughs> like yeah. the government is listening to us. The, <laughs> the, the meme with like the FBI guy. Yeah, the FBI guy on our webcams. Right. Like, right. I, yeah, like we just see it as, like, a joke, and at this point, we're just so used to the idea that we all... Right. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, exactly. privacy is only a thing a, that we imagine illusion, yeah. in our brains. Right. And privacy is really... I don't know. Like, I just don't think that, it, for a lot of us, privacy is, like, uh, as big of a priority right. as it was for previous generations. Right, right. Um, I mean, that that's to say that I think that, like, we've also gotten better at, like, having an online persona. Like, you were saying, like, right. an online avatar yes, and persona yeah. and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and, like, we share a lot. We do. We but do. then I think we're right. also way better at curating our time offline. Yeah. I think a lot of us, like, know when, okay, when I'm not, like, Instagramming for these two seconds that I'm at brunch, like, I am with my friends and I am mm-hmm. really, like, enjoying being, like, around with them sure, or whatever, sure. you know, and enjoying, like, what's going on. Right, right. Like, I think that, like, we've had to have that balance our yeah, whole lives. exactly. You know, yeah. because we grew up. With you know the the dawn of the internet and yeah. like understanding that I could spend every all day right just right in this chat room yeah but exactly. like but I'm choosing
0: not to I think that's what's interesting about this generation in contrast to the generation below us mm-hmm. and honestly not to disparage them at all I'm not saying this but I'm you know we sort of got to make the rules when it comes to. Social we media, did, and yeah, stuff you're right. Because it
1: appeared, mm-hmm. and we were that age. We were like, okay, this is the etiquette around this. Thing. You know what you I mean? Same like, brb, because yeah. that means that you're gonna leave the room right. while you're on aim. You know, like yeah. we came up
0: with all of that. Yeah. You know, idk lol. That was like all us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. And we've also, I feel like, decided like, okay, here's when it's, and we're working. I mean, it's in flux, obviously, because it's always changing. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, uh. It's it's like when is it acceptable to you know be on my phone mm-hmm. as opposed to being in
1: the room or when do I call when do I text when do I yeah you know what I mean like, yeah I feel like weird I, little I feel like, like when we were like younger there was like a, I feel like there was like a period of time where if you were at a hangout yeah. with your friends and you weren't actively having like a text conversation right. on your phone too yeah. yeah. That was like weird. Right. It was like, well, why don't why don't you have someone that you're texting? Right. That was all, right. because we were so obsessed with the newness of exactly, of, right. the, of the texting technology. Where you technology. had to like, push the button three times. Yeah, to yeah, get yeah. The yeah. M. You gotta get that. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> that was so much. <laughs> you gotta get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like I, I, and now I feel like that is so no-no. no, no. It's like. Right. Why are you texting while we're all hanging out? Yeah. God, oh my god, that's a, such exactly. a no no. Yeah, that's it's such like a big huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, people have like weddings where they all like, have everybody check their yeah, phones. Yeah, like I, right. it's like a whole it's a whole thing. I feel like, um, I don't know. I'm not as I'm not as dismal in thinking about yeah millennials and technology 100%, and right. they're just glued to their phones. Like I'm right, oh like right. actually. The people that have the healthiest relationship to it, I think, are people my age, For sure. you know, a yeah. lot of times. Like, I can't say anything for the younger generation because they're eating Tide Pods to get likes. But, you know, I don't know. I think my parents are more obsessed with Facebook than
0: anybody. Which is so <laughs> You funny. know, like, our yeah. pa- our
1: parents' generation is, like, just discovering social media yeah. and they're nuts on it. Yeah. They're everywhere. Said, oh, yeah. Well, my yeah. my parents don't
0: trust it. But my parents That's are fair. very <laughs> not trusting. They don't trust the government. They're so. not trusting individuals.
1: <laughs> they're very scared of Things. They live, yeah, they live particular lives. They too. really do. Everybody knows that your mom's in the Peace Corps. She we interviewed here here her on this podcast. I know, but then before we like released it, she was like, "You need to send it
0: to me. I need to listen to it, and I need to send it to these people, and like, make I, sure. need, to, I'm I like, need to find out." I know. So I was like, you know, it's weird. But speaking of not being too dismal about technology, yeah. I my internet junk drawer, it's a little bit of both. Okay, but I I too am generally optimistic about it, so I'm gonna put my spin on it. Okay. So it all started when I was on Reddit (laughs) and I found this, there was in the Black Mirror subreddit, I was trying to get an answer to a question that I didn't quite get in Mm -hmm. an episode, so I was going through it and Someone posted about this creativity.foundation. And I obviously clicked because they're like, oh, this is just like Black Mirror. And I was like, oh, fun. What is it? You know? (laughs) So I clicked it. And I'm pretty sure it's marketing for Ex Machina, like some viral marketing. Oh,
1: okay. Cool. But it
0: was really fun. I encourage you to do it. I don't want to give it away. It's just like a fun. It's like a game. Okay. But it's like where you it's like, what if we could collect all of your data into one sentient being and like create it? And what should its name be? And like Whoa. It's it's fun. It does crazy. It, I was scared of it at first because I was like, I still don't want you marketers to have all my info, but they don't it's not that bad. Okay. It's not that serious. <laughs> but then I fell into a hole of researching some other fun fun and not so fun stuff from Black Mirror that was already a thing and found some really interesting stuff. Um Highly recommend. There is a Vulture article that really like lists it all out, and it's it's great. Oh, but man. there were um, they were talking about. And there's an episode be right back where somebody basically creates like a uh, um, an Android representation of somebody dead.
1: Oh no! Um, yeah, that I hate it. <laughs> I know it's
0: that's a creepy one. That's a thing that is in – it's supposed to be for, like, limited That's like fucking Marjorie Prime. It is like Marjorie Prime. It's more like Marjorie Prime than, like, the Black Mirror episode. Oh, my God. That's freaking insane. The episode, An Entire History of You, it's one where there are contact lenses where you can, like, record moments of your life if you want to remember them. Uh Uh-huh. That's also a thing. Google Glass already does it.
1: Yeah, um, but everybody hates Google. Class. I know everyone does. <laughs> Thank hate God, Class,
0: but they're making contacts that are basically <laughs> no! going to function like phones. No, um, there's I don't also like a, that. I know right. There's also a watch, which at the moment is only a microphone, um, which is scary and not quite constitutional now, but being used <laughs> in uh, espionage circles. That basically it records stuff. And the idea when this it was first being developed. Shit. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's like a like a weird gadget. But when it was first being developed, it was supposed to be to replay, like, happy memories. And it was supposed to be used therapeutically. Um, mm-hmm. And they're still obviously working on that. Um, there is also, um, in the episode where, uh, let's see, which one was this? I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Nosedive, which is the one. Oh, yeah. Where, I know yeah, Nosedive. Right? There is apparently already a thing in China where it's, like, a social rating system. Uh-oh. Um, but that will allow, like, you to – it'll, like – like lessen your loans or something if you're like a nice person. Oh my God. Or like it like affects
1: um, other shit exactly. besides just like the app itself. Right.
0: And it's like minimal right <gasps> now. It's like just supposed to you be just, little like, skip, perks. Can you for, like, like skip like,
1: lines and stuff? Yeah. Or it's like you
0: get priority service in certain <gasps> places that participate or like you get like a free gift with your you know, it's like if you buy something from like Sephora, you'll get like a little mini free thing if
1: you're like a nice person or oh, something. Oh, My God. But like quote unquote nice quote unquote. It's just a that nice if you have like a I good rating on that thing. I know, right? <gasps> That's the thing. Oh my god. So it's all like theoretical. I hate it. You guys, you have to watch nosedive. If you're on any social media of any kind, you have to watch the episode nosedive Careful, <laughs> on Black Mirror and ruin your life. <laughs> like I really ruined my own life. It'll make you think about it. Every, I like, got like an I got like while I was watching it, I got like notifications yeah. that I got like likes on some bullshit or whatever mm-hmm. that I didn't care about when I posted it. Yeah. And then as I'm watching it, I'm like seeing likes pop up on my phone. And I, know. Like, I know. Right? How many likes am I gonna get? Is, do I really care? I know. What? Do I? <laughs> do I?
0: <laughs> I love – I was watching it, or I watched, like, a section of it um, at work, and then, like, at the same time, I was writing, like, a thing, a copy for something where I was like, please like and subscribe and oh, follow no. us. It's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, and so that's all this weird stuff I found, and I'm sure there's more. That's so
1: interesting. But um, I will say, like, just even thinking about, like, the word like – yeah. Like I think that um, I think as much as like Mark Zuckerberg wants us to <laughs> equate the like I like this person yeah. or I like this food right. with like I liked this thing on Facebook. Right. I think that, that me it it is not done that. I think definitely. that like the meaning has become like completely different. Definitely, like I think yeah. that like now that word has two different meanings. It does, it and does. we can differentiate. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of interesting because it's like the human like resistance to like right. trying right. to be shoehorned into that. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. like don't you can't use language against me like that. No. Like the Mm-mm. culture will turn on you faster exactly. than it will turn on its own language. Well, and my whole thing
0: with that, and what I'm going to close my little internet junk yeah. thing with, is that my theory on Black Mirror and why. I think I find it easier to watch is because I don't see it as a cautionary tale about these technologies and like why this is bad. Yeah. But I see it more of a message for us to, And it, it kind of ties into Black Panther too when you're thinking about like he, you know, whether or not he was going to share his like super advanced high tech technology with the world. Right. Who may or may not misuse it. Uh-huh. Um, You know, I think it's just about like... It it It's good, and a lot of the stuff can be used for such good, and it's just about giving it some thought and yeah. not diving into things and, like, thinking about the implication of things, like we were right. saying, and, yeah. like, thinking about how culture will change with this and adapting our views of privacy and what it means to be, you yeah. know, in the moment versus on the internet. And I think it's just about... Thinking about it and being conscious of it, yeah, and not not about like is this a good or a bad thing? Because it's
1: not – It's like I'm using it's, it's neither, you Yeah, know? it's not. It's not a good or bad a bad thing. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, so interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I will say like the reason that I I have I haven't watched all that much of Black Mirror and mm-hmm. I I find it hard to binge right. is less is to do with like, like the thoughts that are behind it because I think that that's yeah. like I think those kinds of ideas are really interesting to toy with. I just find that the tone really is. Is very affecting for sure. It um, is, yes. which is like it. I mean, it's great. It's amazing, but like it, it like it affects me deeply, and I for sure. I, I get kind of bummed. Oh, you know, fair. like right, right in certain instances, definitely. You know, because I mean, they're just not a show to shy away from like tragedy. No, they are, which not. is great, mm-hmm. but also. um, Something something I have to be a little aware of. Definitely, if, yeah. You know the amount of mirror neurons in my head or whatever oh, the fuck. But like, right, right. <laughs> you know, it's like I find the, yeah I find the tone to be the hardest thing to take in larger quantities, mm-hmm. rather than like the ideas behind it or the Definitely. ideas around technology. Yeah. Anyone who says it's not hard to binge is wrong. Line. It is
0: active. <laughs> it is very very difficult to binge. Yeah. It's
1: hence why. I've been saying I was going to finish take it for deep, three months. If you take it in deeply, <laughs> too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you right. take it in deeply, it's hard to binge. I guess if you just, yeah. like, watch it and let it wash over you and you just go, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so you know passive that maybe. viewers, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why it's taken me three months to watch a season. Yeah.
1: <laughs> five episodes of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Finally finished. That's right. <laughs> um, that's my uh, weird internet stuff. Yeah, me too. Wow. I think, wow. We
1: like, did.
0: Wow. Wow. Is this a... Is this a podcast?
1: This is the end of the podcast Alex. road that we've all been on together <laughs> for the past been. however many minutes. I guess this is the part where we just say farewell. Farewell. Well, we'll and be we just back. ask you to rate and review and subscribe. Please, please rate
0: and review <laughs> and subscribe. It's got weird, and y'all. But. Follow us
1: on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. At oh yes. Alex Shen. A L U X S H A N. That's where you can find me and my internet presence. Yes, what about yes, you, yes. Liv? My internet presence is on also
0: Twitter and Instagram. At Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Subtle Harry Potter nod because I am a millennial. Um,
1: <laughs> we are both <laughs> <laughs> nerds. Yes, we are. <laughs> anyway.
0: That's why we have a podcast about movies. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I hope we see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll be back.